Hey, welcome back to Homesteading for Anarchy. So, um, today, I wanted to talk to you guys about something more positive. So, I've been ranting and raving and all this stuff about the whole system. And we all know the system is corrupt. It's, and it's wrong and it's evil. And I need to lay off of it a little bit and give you guys something positive or... There's going to be no point to listen to the show, and even if you listen to the show, I'm not going to make your life better in any way. So, um, Chucky, um, it's Chuck E on YouTube, just put out recently an awesome video about um, why the system is evil and all that, and a big rant, and I almost, like, emailed him and asked him if he could, if he would let us play that on here, because it's a pretty good rant. And he's not an anarchist yet, but he pretty much is. He knows the system is gone. Anyways, so what I'm getting at, um, and sorry if the audio is worse than ever, right? Because I'm using a Bluetooth microphone this time. So I'm just uh, really praying this thing works out okay. So um, today I want to talk to you about the solution. What is the solution, right? Okay, so the solution is, is number one, education. Education, education, education. We have to start educating ourselves first, right? Because now the government documents are out, right, to prove our case. Like, it used to be that if you didn't believe in the moon landing, you were the biggest nut in the world, and you still are. But now they have NASA videos coming out that say, well, I think we may have finally figured out how to get past uh, the Van Allen radiation belt, or whatever it's called. I may be screwing that up, but the radiation belt that's at the edge of the Earth's atmosphere. And they're like, oh, I think we could get past it finally. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought we got past it in 1969. I thought we went to the moon. And now, also, Russia just came out and said their scientists have proven that the atmosphere of the Earth goes far beyond the moon, right? Way into deep space. Um, how did we not know that? How did you go to the moon, collect all this data, and you didn't happen to find out that the atmosphere of the Earth extends past the moon? Oh, well, maybe you didn't go. Could that be it? I don't know. Anyways, rant. and if you believe in the moon landing still, please just throw that part out. Anyways, um, you'll get there. So, another big one is like the, uh, the, what we would call, used to call chemtrails. Don't call it that anymore, by the way. Because chemtrails is the conspiracy theory form. They officially are calling it geoengineering, right? So, this is the government's term for it. It's called geoengineering. And now, there's a TED Talk where the guy admits, not only admits, but he it's this crazy-like thing. It's like 1984 stuff. You wake up one morning, and the day before you were a nut job for saying these the government is spraying chemicals into the air to change the atmosphere and to change the environment, right, and the temperature and all that. And then you wake up the next morning, and all of a sudden, the whole freaking thing is not just true. But we've known it the whole time, and it's a positive thing. So this guy has this video where, you know, a few days ago you were a nut job if you thought chemtrails were a real thing. And now he's talking about how 
they can use AI technology to hone in this technology we've been using for years to make it more precise and more accurate so that they can manipulate the weather exactly perfect so that they can end global warming, which was, yeah, it is man-made. Global warming is absolutely man-made, but it's not me and you. It's these idiots spraying chemicals into the air to block the radiation coming through so that the temperatures of the earth changes, right? And these guys, okay, so now let's get back to it. What's the solution? What is the solution? Education. You've got to start researching this stuff and studying this stuff and figuring out what they're doing. Okay, and some of it we can't fix. Some of it you and I cannot prevent from affecting us in our daily lives, right? So that is one of them. They are spraying chemicals into the air that you can move out to a boat in the middle of the ocean and you're still going to get the effects of it because this is creating giant algae blooms in the middle of the ocean because one of the chemicals is like iron phosphate or something like that and it produces giant algae blooms in the middle of the ocean so there's nothing you can do to avoid some of this stuff but the other stuff you can and you need to get educated on it you need to figure out that like anything they're pushing on you if it is a active solution you need to stop and question right if it's an active solution you need to stop and question it. Are they about to give you a pill, active solution? Are they about to give you a shot, a vaccine, or a any type of medical surgery? That's an active solution. Stop. Do some research. Figure it out. Is that the right solution? Are they about to shoot you up with radiation to get rid of your cancer that was caused, that can be caused by radiation, right? Was the cancer even caused by your cell phone? Was the cancer caused by your smart meter? And now they're going to shoot you up with more radiation to, to kill the cancer? Maybe. Maybe that's the right thing to do. Maybe it's not. Do your research. Figure it out. Don't go with any active solutions that they have. Stop immediately before it even is impl implemented and check your system. Check check and see if there's other other ways of doing things, if, if there is an herbal way. So that's number one. We've got to educate ourselves, right? Number two, we have to stop being cowards about talking to people about this stuff, right? Who cares if they think you're an idiot, right? I go to a very conservative church, and every day a new person thinks I'm an idiot. But you know what the number one thing is that they think I'm an idiot about? It's not chemtrails. It's not... Uh, Oh, sorry, geoengineering. I'm breaking my own rules. It's not government schools. It's not um, the destruction of the family through all these, like, trans movements and stuff. It's not any of that stuff. The stuff that really upsets them and makes them mad is the anti-police stuff, right? And the anti-war stuff. That ruffles more feathers than anything else that I can bring up. Why? Because it's the most true of all of it. It's the most out there and true and provable of all of it. <coughs> Jesus Christ's own word said, Blessed are the peacemakers. Who are the peacemakers? It's not the people that invented the peacemaker revolver to kill people. It's not the people who go out 
and kick in doors and shoot people in the head because they're on a terror watch list. Those are not the peacemakers. The peacemakers are the people who go out there and they say, you know what? Even though there's a chance that somebody could walk up to my car and shoot me in the head and kill me here on this spot, I'm not just going to go around pointing my gun at everybody I run into, right? That is a peacemaker because you don't have a legal right. You don't have a moral right to violate somebody else's rights by pointing the gun at them, do you? No, you wouldn't want people doing that to you. So you don't have that right. So government doesn't have that right. So we need to educate people. But there's also a proverb in the Bible that talks about not casting your pearls before swines. I don't, actually, that's not a pearl. I think that's the word of Jesus. But don't cast your pearls before swines, right? And that doesn't mean give up on people. But it does mean give up on people. There is some people who are, bless her heart, I have one of them in my family. And she's so indoctrinated by the medical community that I will not talk to her about anything medical. Why? Because she thinks, she first thing she does is attacks you personally when you bring up the vaccine issue, right? First thing she does is attacks you personally. That is a swine. And I don't mean that she's fat or ugly or anything. I mean, that is a swine. That is somebody who doesn't respect truth enough to debate the points of truth. She doesn't care about what's true. She cares about what's in, what's popular, what is going to give her street cred in her medical community, right? And so that is casting your pearls before swines. That, and if some, you know what? If something was ever to happen to somebody that she knew, then I might readdress the issue. Maybe not, though, because it all depends on her mindset, um, whether she's willing to accept truth. So we need to spread the message. But, dude, Jesus says, you know, some sow the seed, some water the seed, but God gives it the produce, right? God gives it the growth, and God gives it the production. And that is us. That is us out there. We need to be the ones sowing the seed. We need to be the ones watering the seed. But that's it. It's not our job to cause it to grow. So we need to relax a little bit and just kind of, and I personally, I'm preaching the choir here. I always am. Don't get me wrong. I'm always preaching the choir. But we need to relax a little bit, take a deep breath, and just think about this and say, you know what? I'm going to plant this seed and I'm going to pray for this person. But at the end of the day, if they don't believe, that's not on me. You know, I did my part. I did my best. And you know what? Another thing is living it, right? Because there's this old cheesy quote that's always on uh, K-Love or whatever those stations, the Christian stations out there. I think there's only like six of them across the country now that are all owned by like Tyler Media and the same evil people, right? But they had the saying, and it says that, like, um, the only gospel some people might ever read is you, right? And then they they twisted it to say, um, preach the gospel everywhere you go, and if necessary, sometimes use words. And that's the stupidest saying. The Bible literally says that how can they know unless they hear, and how can they hear unless it's preached, Right? And that, that saying that 
we have an obligation to preach the gospel. And we have an obligation to tell the truth about what's going on in this world, right? We have that obligation. If we know the truth, it is our job to spread the truth. But you do have to live it too, right? Living it is not going to convert anybody because there's good Mormons, there's good Muslims, there's good, well, there's probably not that many good Muslims. There's a few, but there is good Muslims. There, um, there's good Jews out there, probably not that many, but there's good Jews, there's good uh, Catholics, there's good people in every um, cult out there, and they're not, they don't have the truth. So people could just assume <coughs> if they see you praying or whatever, oh, that guy's a Muslim, he prays a ton. You know, oh, that guy is kind. He's probably a Mormon. You know, so it doesn't it doesn't do anything to live a good life, but to not spread the gospel with your words, right? So it's a double-edged sword. You have to live it, but you also have to tell it. Tell it to people. Tell it to people. And if you don't know the gospel, real quick, three seconds, right? Jesus, we are all sinners, right? That We all have lied. We've all stolen. If you don't think you're a sinner, you're not mature enough to become a Christian yet anyways because that's the first step of a man's, you know, journey through life is to realize, hey, I'm not. I'm not even a good person, you know. I do wrong, and I can't stop doing wrong. So we're all sinners. We've all fallen short of God's standard, right? God's standard is perfection. Because when you go to a court case, they're not trying to see what good you've done. They're trying to see what bad you've done. They're trying to prove that you're guilty of, of, a, of a crime, right? And sin is a crime against God. So we've all committed a crime against God. But God had a plan from the very beginning. Everybody's like, oh, that's evil. God would send people out. No, God had a plan from the very beginning. And his plan was to send his own son, Jesus Christ, who has been with him from time and eternity, right? Forever. And who is God also, but he gave up his ultimate power for a temporary period to come to earth and to be killed by man. Only so that you and I don't have to spend eternity in hell. So that if we just believe those truths, that God raised him from the dead and that Jesus is sitting in the, at the right hand of God in heaven and he's preparing a place for us in heaven that we can go to heaven. That's all you've got to do. You've got to believe that in your heart, though. You know, and that that requires you to know you're a sinner. That requires you to know that you can't do it on your own. There's no other way, right? And that requires you to know that Jesus Christ came and died in your place for you. And that's the greatest news you could ever hear. And some people hate it. They hate it because, you know, if this is true... We've got to start living the truth. And that's why they hate the gospel. They don't want to give up their freedom of living in sin. But i got to tell you guys, living in sin is not freedom. It's slavery. It's bondage. It's the ultimate slavery, and it eventually leads to death. So, <coughs> 70 years of, well, you only get like 40 years, really, of living a nasty, sin, sin-filled life. And then it starts to really eat you up, eat your flesh alive, you know, starts to kill you. And then you have to deal with it for eternity. So 
that's the good news, right? And we've got to be spreading that. And sorry, sorry, not sorry. You know what I'm saying? You guys have to know that if you don't believe in the gospel, if you don't believe that Jesus died for your sins, I would be a liar and a hypocrite to not tell you what I believe, right? If I believe that you're going to hell, I would be a, I would be an evil person to not tell you that. And I believe it. I believe that if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, that you are going to hell. And that's why I tell you. Not because I hate you and I want you to go to hell, or I wouldn't tell you, right? So give me some grace. Give me some, uh, just a little bit of respect for, for being honest. And I just burped into the mic. That's embarrassing. Terrible. But I'm not going to edit it out because I'm not going to edit any of these podcasts until I get enough people listening. So anyways, so if you guys um, have never heard that before, check out your Bible. Open it up. Open up any of the Gospels. They're called the Gospels. It's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then Acts is the follow-up, right? But the Gospels, the first four books of the New Testament, are the story of the redemption. That's where Jesus came and died for our sins, right? And he was raised by God. And it's eyewitness testimonies of people who were there, right? It's people who were there. And if you don't believe the Bible is accurate, do some research. I mean, it is accurate. It's the most accurate historical text in history. There is nothing more accurate out there with that kind of age to it, right? I mean, 2,000 years old, it is like 100 times more accurate than you could ever expect any text to be at the, with that kind of age. And it does it time after time after time. Anyways, so what's the other things we can do? Dude, get ready. Get ready, right? So, guns. I don't know where, I don't know where you draw the line. And I don't, I don't begrudge anybody who's a pacifist, right? But... You need to have that option available, probably. Unless you are hardcore pacifist, which I, I respect. That takes some serious guts. But unless you're a hardcore pacifist, you need to have some options available if things do get bad. So you need to have a few firearms available, even if you're like a last-ditch self-defense person. Like, I will do everything in my power to not kill someone. But if they've got me trapped in a corner and a gun to my family's head, then I might. You need to have that option. So get that option and have it ready. And also, be ready to be a light to the world, right? Be ready to be a place where people can turn to find some hope. Produce more than you need, right? Produce exponentially more than you need, and that's possible. Do start doing your gardening. If you can start, obviously, just by providing for your family, but do your gardening, do your food storage, if you live in an area where they grow a product in a field, you need to be buying that at the field, right? Even if it's GMO garbage, you need to be buying it in bulk and storing it up. Because if something terrible happens, people are going to need food and they're not going to care what kind of quality of food it is, right? So if you grow corn in your area, get a 55-gallon food per grade drum and go to the farmer and say, hey, listen, I raise these animals, which you do raise animals, and I would love to just buy corn from you. I'll pay, you know, whatever you need me to, but I want to pay you more than you would get at the store, and I'll pay you in cash, 
and you just fill up my 55 gallon drum, we'll weigh it, whatever, and I will, um, I'll pay you cash what the value is. Now, you're paying like 70 bucks for a 55 gallon drum. If you pay double market price, you're paying like 70 bucks for most grains, right? And grains are terrible for us. We don't want to live on grains. But starvation is pretty bad for you too. Fasting's one thing, but starvation, uh, yeah, stretch. It's like five o'clock in the morning. So, um, anyways, that's another thing you can do. Start to get the cheapest food you can find and store it up, not for you, right? You're producing your stuff. You need to get 100% food independent. And part of that is cutting dairy and breads down to a minimum in your diet and starting to eat mostly vegetables, which is terrible. Don't get me wrong, it's terrible. But it's the healthiest decision you can probably make. Um, and only eat the meats that you grow. You know, start to grow meats. Um, anyways, just get... That's just one thing. Water, same thing. Start getting your water, and we'll have whole episodes about this stuff. There's no reason to start uh, to do a whole nother intro of the water and all that stuff. But let's do this. Let's start getting everything we can come up with together so that we can be a light to the world when something terrible happens, right? And don't when somebody pulls up to your gate, you don't have to point a gun at them and say, get out of here or I'll kill you. You've got tons of extra at that point, you know, and give them the garbage. They're starving to death. It doesn't matter if you're giving them GMO wheat, like I said, or, you know, um, sprayed wheat nastiness, right? They can soak it. They can rinse it, whatever, or corn or, you know, stuff that you and I would not want to eat on the everyday. But I guarantee you, if your kids are starving, some cornmeal mash or some cornbread, yeah, I'm all about it. So, anyways, um, that's the rant for today, and I hope that gives you guys some ideas of what to do. Um, eventually, this system will end, and they're planning on an ending. Just remember, just because we have gun rights doesn't mean we have to use them. So, don't be that person that has so been hyped up by the American violent culture that first thing you do is you run out and start shooting people if something bad happens. Don't do it. Be the guy, be the beacon of light, right? That says, you know, I will defend my place, but I'm not just going to go out and start blasting Antifa's or Patriot movements or whatever, you know, just be the guy that kind of like the Patriot, you know, you ever seen the Patriot? That dude was anti-war, but then they killed his son in his front yard. And he said, you know what? These people truly are corrupt. I have to do something about this. And that's the difference. Okay. Love you guys. Hope this was not the worst podcast you ever heard. If it is, dude, give us a thumbs down. But don't just do that. Go on to Anchor. And I'm sure it's got those stupid ads on here that tells you I'm using Anchor anyways. But go to Anchor. And you can, at any point in the podcast, give me like a thumbs down or leave a comment. Leave a comment so I know that I'm an idiot, right? Tell me the truth so that I know. You guys, I'm not afraid of the truth. All right, love you guys. You're awesome. Talk to you later.